Yo, 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 what's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to yet again another fantastic indie creator interview. It's your K. Cherry We're keeping it geekly with our returning guest, Chris Moses, here to break down Control Z issue one and two and everything in between. And we are entering the cyberscape. And man, one one hell of an issue. I loved it. This this book was so good, man. Oh, there's yeah. the physical too. There we go. We got the physicals. Uh, thanks, man. I'm glad you enjoyed it. And thanks for having me back on. Absolutely. Uh, another beautiful issue too is let's not forget the Saturn effect. Uh, how was that campaign for you as well, man? Uh, how how fulfillment go? It went. It went nice. It went well. I mean, there, we had some a little bit of uh, some delays, but once we got all the corrected and perfectly printed out books, they went out immediately and. Here we go. There's volume one of the Saturn Effect Alpha, art mm -hmm. by Francesco Mazzoli, colored by Marco D'Alessandro, uh, lettered by Reed Hinckley Barnes, and written by the one and only Chris Moses, which is me, myself. Uh, and <laughs> yeah, we actually have another issue, the first issue of volume two, Alpha number five, coming out later this year. So make sure anybody Ooh, right around the corner. Yeah, to keep an eye out because it is coming and it's it's almost ready. It's almost uh, ready to be out know, there for everyone to see. Let me take the wheel here real quick, too. Um, I had the opportunity. Chris Moses sent me like the prototype of the Red Sea Legends uh, trading card game. Uh, so our collectible card game, right? Yes, correct. OK, um, so let me go ahead, take the spotlight um, and check these out. So I love just the the back, you know, the back of it is just gorgeous right there. But like, check out how this looks every one of them is holographic are are all the cards meant to be holographic or was this kind of just like uh so what you're holding up are our play test uh prototype uh holographic versions these are super 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 limited you'll you're probably one of the only few people that will ever have these um when they do come out in an, an unlimited ver type version uh they will be all uh, there will be a hollow version like this and there will be a, a non-hollow version just gorgeous um, so so these are prototype um like our prototype set this is set one all the characters are from the saturn effect and yeah it's our collectible card game it's 3v3 you choose three cards your opponent takes three cards and you mix them up and uh, you play from there. It's a quick strategic card game and it really doesn't take a lot to get into, but it's really, really deep. Um, it's got a lot of different variations and permutations, which makes it very chess-like. And it also has that just enough RNG and variance to keep it fresh and keeping it feeling like a, a collectible card game should. And yeah, this is set one. It's the first set. It's the, it's the core set, I'd like to say. It's got uh, a lot of what you'd expect from a card game. It's got a lot of cool different effects. It's got a lot of different um, potentials for deck building. Um, there's cards that that work well with other cards. There's cards that you know aren't as powerful without other cards. Um, and then there's cards that are strong on their own uh, that alongside some help can be very powerful strategies. So the game is really deep and this is just set one we have set two that will be coming up out as well oh, when so all cool. these do finally get launched and set two we'll have characters like idolin from control z and other control z characters and then other um red sea characters that we haven't seen or that we've seen in other medium like uh, uh online so, comics like real, over and things like that real quick ooh, first edition too very nice uh we have ashes here for you know for uh hp what's uh let's let's kind of dissect this a little bit like what what you know what are these symbols on the card you know what's the red one 
Right, so the red one is the attack symbol. Uh, each card has a passive or an active ability, an attack, and a guard. And uh, so, and that makes every card have its uses and its 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 disuses. I, I I'd like it to to guess. So Ashes is is a powerful card. He has four HP, and his ability is that whenever a card dies um, on the field, which means whenever a card, regardless of it's your card or your opponent's card, goes to zero HP and it's and it's killed by another card, Ashes gains one attack. So mm. Ashes is something that progressively gets stronger throughout the game. Uh, if Ashes is your last card, he will go up to um, uh, he'll he'll go up to if he's the last card and your opponent has one card, he gets plus two from both. So he'll go up to um, a five attack and he becomes a very strong card when when most the highest attack or the highest HP any card has as of right now is five. So he'd be able to one shot everything. So it's it's each card has its own little flavors and they're all reminiscent of the the comics that they come from mm-hmm. and. Uh, a lot of people ask, is Red Sea Comics, are they all in the same universe? And uh, the answer is no. If they're not specifically have the same title or in the same story, they're not in the same universe. So if you do want to see your favorite cards going against each other, Red Sea Legends is the perfect place for that. And yeah, it's hopefully we'll have more to show in the coming months and uh, in, in the next year. And everyone can hopefully get their hands on some sets and some cool, That's so uh, cool. founder stuff when we finally put it on live uh, mm-hmm. on Kickstarter. We're going to have to throw down some time. Uh, real quick, not to dwell too much on the cards. I mean, um, are, are they attacking uh, each other? Are they? Just, does the player have like an ultimate like life, like uh, Magic the Gathering? Um, like, uh, how, so, how does that work? So uh, each player has three cards. I'll have three cards and you'll have three cards. And the game, as it progresses per turn, they will flip up until all three of them are fl- uh, flipped face up. And your HP is represented by those three cards. So once okay. all three of them are gone or, or killed, you're, you, you will have lost. So essentially your HP is a, is a addition of all the cards that you've chosen or that you've randomly gotten, depending on how you play. Um, that would be your total HP. But technically only your cards have HP and the game is over when all of your cards are dead um, because you, you won't be able to make a move. Mm-hmm. So the games are quick, right? There's I have three cards, you have three cards and um, the they're, it's the game is sort of gated because it takes you, you need energy to play different actions and that energy is gained once per turn to a maximum of three depending on whatever whatever your cards do. And once you get so once you get to there, the game definitely opens up and can end with really explosive um, ending turns. But the game goes fast, and you get to go to the next one and and, and move on. So there's a lot of different choices to make. Every card mm-hmm. has at least two to three choices for you to make a turn. And um, uh, part of the 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 um, variation and the the depth of the game is that you get to make a choice between which decision you're making you have an opportunity cost you only have a certain amount of energy per turn to spend on your your potentially four to six different choices depending on what cards you have so it's a very deep strategic game. i love I that people will really enjoy it when they finally get to play it. it's quick to pick up but mm-hmm. it's very deep and uh i, I think it's actually interesting because a lot of people are really addicted to Marvel Snap right now, and Marvel, the Marvel Snap team, and I, at- uh, you know, attacked card games and tried to um, solve card games in the same sort of manner, but we had fundamentally different 
um, philosophies while doing that. Whereas Marvel Snap, they've obviously gone very, very heavy into the RNG aspect um, to flatten out um, to flatten out competitiveness, uh, to make it fun for everyone and give a very infinite replayability. I have done sort of, I've tried to flatten out the randomness as much as possible to make it as fun while also being strategic as possible. Um, while still keeping some, because obviously RNG, that heart of the cards moment is a beautiful thing in card mm -hmm. games. So there is play, still some of that. Did you play a lot of cards like growing up as a kid? Yeah, definitely. I played. I was going to say like, cause yeah. the, 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 the level of like the meta aspect to this is just like, there, there's a whole like, um, you know, three cards at first, you know, that feels like there's not a whole lot there, but like when you have the six different choices that come with those three different cards, it just seems like there's a whole different level of like a meta aspect to it. Um, that only someone who's like played these type of card games would just have. Uh, yeah, I've definitely played a lot, man. It's a lot. There's definitely a, some, it's a fun game is what I'll say. And there's a lot of choices and I feel like people will enjoy it, as I've said. And yeah, I played a lot of card games, Yu-Gi-Oh!, magic hearthstone probably is what i have put my the most hours mm -hmm. into um i i play a lot of auto battler so tft which is i guess a type of card game too um deck building games like slay the spire i played a lot of i mean I, there's a bunch of card games that i played and uh, and i played a lot of different video games that like i wouldn't say at like a super high competitive level where i'm going to tournaments but some there are games that i've gone to tournaments for okay um, so I, I don't know. I, I approach things from like a like not I wouldn't say a pro level because it's definitely not. But like from a, a gamer level, obviously, mm -hmm. So I've, I've played a lot of games and played a lot of games that not, you know, just like the the average level at like a, at a higher level, too. So yeah. th that just like means that I feel like I've seen games in a way that um, like I, I see it as a consumer, but also somebody that wants a, something a little bit deeper from them as well. So let's uh, let's segue back to Control Z. Uh, yeah, we kind of, you know, we, we went a little ham on the card game, but I mean, I dude, I had to. We we I remember, you know, one of our first interviews. You know, we scratched just the surface of it, uh, and then you're like, yeah, man, I'll send you a prototype. And I remember checking my PO box like every day, and then it, the, when the day it finally happened, I was like, ooh. We, we got we got to chum it up about this. So Control Z issue one, issue two. This is such a fantastic series. I just love the world that you crafted. You know, we are led into the cyberscape. Uh, what is this? What is cyberscape? I mean, this is a simulation, correct? Right. So cyberscape is a simulation. It's a post physical world that uh, humanity has migrated to. And it's and humanity has been there for 200 years uh, when Control Z starts. So. Um, what has been going on? Where? What's what's the 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 vibe? You know, you got to pick up the issue and find out, right? But <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's it, it's an interesting setting for uh, a story because we know that we're in a simulation, but there's still a lot of mystery around um, exactly what's going on. So, in a simulation, you know, what type of trouble can we expect? I mean, surely there's you know, it's not all you know. A walk in a park uh there you, there's probably something uh something out there that's going to kind of disrupt the things right uh yeah definitely i mean we're in a simulation so you gotta imagine that there's going to be hackers and and people uh coding things that they that maybe they shouldn't be and the main um the main problem in control z is getting control z because people are going missing from the simulation and that's a central question uh, to what's going on is why are people disappearing from this the simulation? This is supposed to be 
uh, a heaven of some sorts. Mm -hmm. So when you went to go create this story, you know, what influences were in your mind when you were, you know, script writing? This sounds like, you know, such an awesome mix. Like, you know, I, I'm feeling a little bit of Matrix in there, um, uh, maybe a little bit of Hackers in there. I don't know. Um, you know, what, what was in your mindset when you were creating this story? I mean, definitely The Matrix, definitely Ready Player One, a lot of, you know, superhero type stuff. Uh, this isn't, it's a sci-fi story, um, but it definitely does have some su some superhero elements to it. Uh, and it's just a different way of sort of telling um, a, a sci-fi action story, uh, I believe. But yeah, definitely those two. And, and then maybe a little bit of like Kode Lyoko, if you remember that. From okay, back in the day. yeah. Uh, there's a little bit of that in there. there it's it's pulling from a, a bunch of different different realms and um, more. I'm always pulling from things like uh, do androids dream of electric sheep or foundation and things like that. Mm -hmm. These are like the staples uh, sci-fi books for me that uh, that I love that I'm uh, that are always running in my head when I'm running writing something new. Um, and so, yeah, there's there's a, quite a few things. I can't remember exactly everything that went into it right now because it's honestly Control Z is something that I that I, I've written a little what billet of uh, a little while ago. So it's nice to finally get it out to people. Because was this been, um, been before the Saturn bit. effect? Uh, not before the Saturn effect, but uh, I mean right afterwards. Okay, I, I finished both of them, and those have both been. I mean, we're we're getting on a, a maybe even a couple of years that they've been that they've been finished so it's it's really nice to finally get them out into people's hands and to see how people react to this crazy story that i've had uh, um, oh how's really, it feel to, yeah how's it feel to have been like holding on to it for so long and and, and to finally have this opportunity i mean because i read it and it was fantastic i mean so it, it had to have been hard to like contain this heat from the world it's re it's really hard man i'm not gonna lie it was definitely <laughs> difficult um <laughs> But it's something that you just sort of learn too, because uh, even though I wrote it, a I, you know, I wrote it a couple of years ago. So there's things that I've written since then that are even uh, that are crazier, are even mm -hmm. more different, and that tell something else that I want to show the world. And we have to wait on it, and we have to wait on it even longer uh, than than this one, right? So, and that's just just how these these things work now. Um, as you start to put together projects, it just you know, uh, <laughs> it takes a little bit longer to to get it out there. It's just you have schedules and all and the like and you have other things that you want to put out and it all starts to build up so yeah it's it was hard it's it still is hard to hold on to some of the stuff and not be able to show it to people but uh, <laughs> it's all worth it in the end hey let's talk about that cover too i mean um cover a it looks yeah uh that looks like a rather like ominous uh person is that the, our protagonist like who, who are we looking at there so yeah, this is our protagonist, Idolin. She's a sentry or a moderator of the simulation, and she's tasked with keeping everything in line. There's three different servers in Control Z: the top, the mids, and the lowers, and it's up to the sentries to keep it all in line. Um, and you know, there's more to learn about the sentries and who the sentries are and what has happened to them since they've been there in Cyberscape. Uh, and and yeah it's she's she is an ominous person uh, she's got she's also kind of angry she's also kind of an angry person she's got a little bit of a potty mouth but that's that's i and that's her that's that's just who she is and and she, yeah she's a she's a really awesome and fun protagonist to write and she's i mean she looks dope and ricardo Secchi and marcos martin just did a really amazing job with, with everything ricardo with the designs everybody's super dope and 
feel like she's very striking and like mm-hmm. you're like oh shit what is this fucking robot chick dude? ready to go to war dude ready to <laughs> yeah. go to war um right. so we that was uh the artist in the colors correct uh who's uh the letter uh on the comic Reed Reed Hinkley Barnes is the letter for basically everything that I've done. So it's you could pretty much assume that if it says Chris Moses on it, that Reed's letter. <laughs> hey, once you find someone that's good to work with, you know it's a well, yeah. why why let that go? Like you know, if, exactly. And, and and Reed kills it on everything he touches. So a phenomenal team involved on this as well. So I mean, wow, what a world set two hundred years uh, in the future. Uh, are we going to see any of these other issues touch? on the past at all like are we going to kind of see some of those early beginnings you know start to unfold you know that's a great question and uh you know there will there there will be a prequel there will be a prequel um okay how much of before the before control z you will get before that prequel comes out uh you'll just have to wait for issues three and four to find out You'll get you'll get some though. You'll get a little bit. But for for more of exactly what happened in those two hundred years since, uh, you're just gonna have to come back for whatever is up next for for Red Sea <laughs> Comics. But for so, now, it's just these two hundred years. It's now. It's the present. Two hundred years in the future. Let's uh, <laughs> let's hack our way into the cyberscape and transition right. over to the Kickstarter and uh, see what we're campaigning for. We are looking at Control Z issue one and two, uh, issue one and two of a brand new action sci-fi comic for mature readers. At a goal, of, wow, 8,781, congratulations, man, of a $2,000 goal. So four times your goal, man, 279 backers and 60 hours left to go. Chris, dude, how, how are you feeling, man? This is awesome. I'm I'm feeling good, man. I think we're we're making we're making moves, and it'll be interesting to see what happens in the next sixty hours. Uh, at forty eight hours, uh, Kickstarter sends out an email to everyone that is a project follower. So uh, we'll see what happens in the last mm-hmm. two days. It's been a little rocky for the past week. I, I know you see the number, and it's like, wow, you guys. And yes, we have been doing very well, and I'm very appreciative of. Of everyone that's backed um but hey you know it's like something to know as a creator like you the more people that um will take part in your campaign the more people that will eventually drop your campaign and you just gotta ride it out it's all part of the process so we we had a little bit of a rocky week but we're still going strong and i appreciate Mm -hmm. everybody that's gotten on board and has has powered us to 8.7k we've unlocked three different stretch goals and we have one more stretch goal at 10k so anybody that wants to get that last stretch goal unlocked for everyone make sure to pledge before we uh end on the eighth so in terms of kickstarters is this like one of your more successful ones like how does this rank uh, across the board oh this is number one this is number one in pledges and number one in backers um it, it's number one this is the best one so far and hopefully we can keep uh kicking it up keep keep it keep it going see how so, high we can go what are you doing what, what, what's leading to the success i mean i see a lot of your tactics on you know twitter would you read this comic those are always taking off i mean like what what is kind of fueling your success uh uh to you know to the top with this uh so there's definitely a long way to go before the top but i appreciate <laughs> i appreciate you talking <laughs> me up um but really i, I think it's um a combination of the the pitch and the story the world and the the art 
um, all, all those combined plus uh, the different rewards. This is the most rewards that we've ever offered, the most different mm -hmm. reward tiers or most different reward covers. Um, not the most amount of add-ons, but just in general, there's the like we there's just a lot of stuff here for people to grab and get their hands on, and we just went a little bit bigger and and, and better and badder than we did before, and it's definitely led to some success. And it's been a little while since my last Kickstarter. The last one that I did was May 2022, so I think there was also quite a few people that were just uh, waiting for a chance to finally get their hands on uh, some Chris Moses products and. Hopefully that amount of people will continue to grow and we'll see how well this one ends and how well the Saturn Effect Alpha 5 does and uh, how well Control Z will do when we come back eventually for issue three. No, this is these interiors are so gorgeous. And, you know, um, I'm, I was mentioning earlier, it seems like 10,000 is kind of like the 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 goal right like for youtube you want to hit a thousand subs that's like that's you're in the beginning that's what you're aiming for and it seems like with kickstarters like ten thousand is that magic number like once you can hit ten thousand then it seems like you're really starting to kill it um like what's your thoughts on that do you think uh is is that kind of like a magic number for creators to hit uh i think ten thousand is probably just the point where most people's comics either break even or go positive when you run a kickstarter um it's probably what i'd say right like you have to factor in how much it costs to print everything and mm -hmm. um ship everything from your campaign and then you know on top of that then you have to make back all the money uh that you spent paying your team and your artists and things like that um so i think 10k is probably where most people start to uh hit their break even point um their their true break even point um and start to maybe get dip into actually profiting and making some money depending depending on how much they spent uh, to make it i think that's just a general that's just a generalization some people spend way more on like a single issue comic book some people spend way less uh it really depends but that's what i would say generally that's probably where that's like the mark where it's like all right you're you're chilling and mm -hmm. if you can hit that consistently right if you hit um, if you can do three out of four 10,000 campaigns a year, you're making more than like the average American, basically, um, just doing Kickstarters and, you know, kickstarting books. And that's kind of really crazy. I mean, from comic books. Yeah. So I think 10,000, I think 10,000 seems to be the number where people are like, all right, this is where it really makes sense. But, um, it is probably closer to like, you know, seven, eight. That's where like most people, like if, if you told, I think most people, if you told them you can make 5k a campaign, they'd, they'd be like, okay, that's dope. And then they just keep doing it. So, but yeah, 10k is where it's where ho hopefully most people are making some money. So some questions about these interiors, we see some rather interesting uh, things happening in, in these panels. Like this, for instance, it looks like, you know, uh, her leg is like evaporating into uh, like, you know, panels. Uh, but what is going on here? This is this is so gorgeous. So uh, it is it is a gorgeous scene, but it's also a brutal scene. Um, this is the opening of Control Z number one, where uh, our sentries, Idolin and Argus, are chasing after this group of lowies or lo people from the lower servers that are able to edit the simulation when they really aren't supposed to uh in cyberscape the different tiers um of people have different have varying levels of access to editing the simulation around them and these uh people are able to edit uh even maybe in a limited way they're able to edit when they aren't supposed to 
and they're causing a lot of havoc and trouble uh, in a different server. So they're in a server that they're not supposed to be in as well. So the sentries are there to uh, clean it up and uh, arrest them and figure out exactly how the hell they're even doing what they're doing. Um, so Argus codes in a sniper and snipes her leg off. And, <laughs> and so co codes in like they can like at will like bring up any weapon they need to. The, correct. So wow. they they can do essentially anything. The sentries uh, or even the anyone that has access to editing. You if you have the privileges, you can um, edit whatever your mind desires. And so the it's an interesting thing for the sentries of what they choose or even these characters, what they choose to actually code in. So you, we see here on this page, uh, the character Mallard uh, codes in a, a van that in, in order to protect her from the bullet, uh, it gets coded right, it gets shot right through and it, mm -hmm. uh, the bullet ends up deleting her leg. And that's what that all that the, the paneling is, is her leg being deleted and shattering into, uh, you know, cyber dust or so <laughs> without without diving into anything that might be spoiler, because this this very well might be um, like, is this their actual physical body? I, I know you said this was a simulation. So is this like a digital representation of them or their actual physical body? Uh, so this is a digital representation of, of them. It's not their actual bodies. And Ooh. what's going on with their actual bodies? I mean, shit, you're going to have to read and find out. <laughs> yeah, there we go. There we go. And we have a lot of other interesting things happening right here, too. So um, who is this? He seems like he is of pretty big importance. So the, this group that we're seeing uh, are, are called the Script Kids or the Script Kitties. And their leader is this guy, Puma. And he is uh, very pissed off because um, <laughs> they've been in the simulation for 200 years and he is 15 and he still looks 15. Um, so it's he's, he's pissed off about it and because he can't edit himself up and make himself older mm -hmm. um, because he doesn't have the privileges for that. And so this is an interesting thing. So a lot of people that we see in this are this is what they look like um, when they were uploaded if they were you know in the low if they're in the lower server because they weren't able to edit themselves up uh, throughout the their time in um in, in cyberscape uh but yes puma is a, is a big character super important character and he plays a big role in the this overall mystery and here in the scene idolan is asking him like who are you working for are you working for the admin who is a mysterious foe that uh we learn more later on in this issue about and uh, he's like, nah, dude, like, you don't even know what you're talking about. There's so much more going on. And I guess we'll have to find out if Puma is right or not. Is is there more going on or or is everything just linked to the admin? So I love that, it so much. Yeah, it's it's a deep story. There's a nice, deep mystery, but it's also really fast paced. And there's a lot of stuff going on. And there's a lot of beautiful, gorgeous art to look at while it's all taking place. So before we dive into the variants, let's go ahead and check out some of these tiers on the side. Uh, everyone that is watching right here is the link. Check this out with us. Most importantly, back if you can. Um, if you can't, just put this on Facebook and Twitter anywhere you can. Word of mouth is 100% free. So we have a digital copy of issue one and two for the outstanding price of $10. So that's five bucks, a digital copy. Uh, dude, awesome pricing on that. We have a physical uh, at 20 bucks. So you can get issue one, issue two, 24 pages and 26 pages. Uh, for just 20 bucks, that's 50 pages of sci-fi action. Uh, at 20 or more, you also have the Red Sea Comics Starter Bundle. So give us a little bit about what's in this bundle. 
So the Red Sea starter bundle comes with issues one and two of Control Z, comes with the uh, Saturn Effect Alpha number one digital, which uh, one of our stretch goals was to give out the Saturn Effect Alpha number one digitally. So everyone that that purchased this or backed at this pledge or that came with the Saturn Effect Alpha number one digital has been upgraded to the uh, the Saturn Effect Alpha digital deluxe. Um, and that's n issue number one of the store that's coming back later this year. And then there's the Saturn Effect Helena number one digital, which is a spinoff in the Saturn Effect universe, which takes place um, before the events of the Saturn Effect Alpha, but give uh, context specifically to issue three of the Saturn Effect Alpha and the rest to come. And uh, an important character that we meet in uh, the the free webcomic that I have, the Saturn Effect Ajax, which you can read at thesironeffect.com. And also they have two issues on global comics right now. And, and yeah, and you know, if you like those and you like the Saturn Effect Helena, then the Saturn Effect Alpha 5 is going to be the perfect book for you because this is where words, worlds collide and all the different storylines are finally uh, in the same place. And Let's we're go, dude. Heading, heading towards the, the epic conclusion of the Saturn Effect Alpha. So, <laughs> and the Saturn Effect as, as a whole, all of the Saturn Effect is coming to an end in the Saturn Effect Alpha Volume 2. So definitely uh, catch up if you haven't and get ready for Volume 2. Um, but we're still here in Control Z, and uh, yeah, we have a bunch of different uh, variants tiers as well, uh, as, as you can see. Um, so uh, I'm right. This is the the 25 or more tier right here, correct? Yes, correct. Uh, this this is, is gorgeous. I love this. And you know, speaking of the Siren Effect, this is done by the artist of the Siren Effect, Francesco Mazzoli, um, colored by Alaria Fella, who also is a colorist for my book Soma City. And, and yeah, it's a it's a gorgeous, gorgeous cover, and I mean, I love this variant. It came out really dope, and the just the 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 composition is just fire. And yeah, this is the variant, so you'll be able to get it here, or you'll be able to get it at conventions. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's always better to. And so is this is this is this kind of how it works too? Like they can shoot through like a, a panel like this, uh, and it come out the other side, almost like a uh, like portal effect. Yeah, yeah, you could shoot through. So those cool. are called they're, they're called gates, and yes, you you could theoretically shoot through a gate. That's um, so cool. Yeah, it, it's definitely cool. This is a super cool composition that Francesco did for us. And then we have the other variant right here, another gorgeous cover too. So this is done by Andreas Galmazzi, who is a, a protege of my friend Francesco Mazzoli, and he's amazing. He's so good. Um, honestly, he's he's like. He's nuts. He's just a super nuts kid and so, so good at what so he is does. This, yeah. Is this any foreshadowing right here? I noticed some of their screens have like the uh, the caution symbol on that. Is that something we can expect to see in later issues? So this is uh, the variant specifically for issue two. And it's, I mean, yeah, these this is Ooh. this is definitely um, uh, foreshadowing of what happens in that issue. You know, you uh, gave me issue two and I told myself I wasn't going to read it because I didn't want to be, I didn't want to like read it and then get want to get too hyped and like ask about it so i'm glad i did it because I, I probably would have right there that would have been the moment <laughs> you you would have read it though and you would have been like okay i get it That's chris sad. moses would have came out of the, the corner like put me a headlock shut up cody <laughs> no it's it, it would have been okay man i would have been we could we could have talked about it it would have been fun but but it, you'll enjoy hopefully you enjoy it when you did you uh get a chance to read it um and then we have a uh, kickstarter exclusive covers this is one by tina valentino and she's an amazing and amazing artist and these kickstarter exclusive covers will uh never be at conventions uh, and they'll never be on my website and they'll only ever be on kickstarter 
and they will always be vaulted or set put in the red sea comics vault after the campaign that they were initially on so um if you want to get it grab it now um once it's gone uh it, it who knows the next time anyone will be able to get their hands on it um, so what was maybe us, never so what was some of your uh inspiration for doing that like uh was that something you just recently started doing or something that you've been doing with each kickstarter well so there every kickstarter there are some rewards that don't come back to the next kickstarter so those things are technically in the vault as well mm -hmm. and they'll um, periodically come back some things from the vault that I, I feel like you know in introducing one of those things in this campaign is the sound effect alpha deluxe that's something that i haven't offered since um i think the second uh sound effect campaign um and you've only been able to get it at a convention otherwise um so but i wanted you know people to feel like they've gotten something special for uh backing a campaign and you know joining along and helping us helping us along and so getting a, a specific you know specifically a virgin cover from a, an awesome artist like valentina valentino and colored by james afredi who's also a veteran in the in the space in the um comic book industry mm -hmm. you you get like it's it's just a fun awesome thing to have and uh very collectible um and will be just makes it rare you know like it, it, you feel like all right this is something cool and uh like it's it's something special and hopefully we'll uh, if you hold on to it long enough maybe we'll have a, a decent amount of value in the future if not a lot a lot of value because like i said they'll awesome. be very limited and uh hard to get and you know who knows the next time they'll be uh available for anyone to get their hands on and our last one's by ricardo ribaldo this is our kicks our last kickstarter exclusive the tina valentina one is for issue two this one is for issue one uh, and it's also our first not safe for work cover um and you know the fact is you know at a convention it's kind of hard to have not safe for work stuff sometimes you're not even allowed to kind of have that kind of stuff on display for people to you know there's kids walking by mm -hmm. some of these shows are family stuff so doing a kickstarter exclusive and doing something that's a little more uh risque raunchy a little more horny i guess is the, the, the real <laughs> word um we can uh like do cool stuff with, like this and make it kickstarter exclusives and cater to an audience that kickstarter has of people you know more um you know a mature adult audience that likes these kind of stuff and like isn't able to really get that kind of you know um stuff in a comic book store or um from the big two so you get this really awesome uh, variant and it's also limited and uh, making it hard to come by and who knows when you'll ever anyone will be able to get a cover like this ever again you know um, so, and so it just makes it more special can we uh, talk about who this is or do you want to kind of keep that uh under no it's definitely this is the admin this is uh the main um uh antagonist of uh control z and you know she's she's playing chess with her feet <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> i don't know what else to say about it you know just you're gonna have to read to find out more i mean uh if you're a fan of if you're a fan of of chess <laughs> then you'll really like really like this book <laughs> That's awesome. So uh, we have some other tiers as well. The Red Sea uh, Starter Bundle Physical at 50 bucks. We have the Control Z Variant Bundle at 65 So is that going to include all the variant covers or just a, a couple of them? That includes all the variant covers, and it's at a discounted rate, so it's a nice um, nice value for for getting all the different mm -hmm. covers if you really want all of them and the you know great collectors items you know and uh it's if you're gonna buy one you're gonna buy two might as well buy, might as well buy yeah. all of them, so. <laughs> we have uh the 
uh, the uh, Red Sea Ultimate Bundle right here, uh, physical at 90 or more. So is this going to be like everything in the Red Sea store? Uh, it's not everything in the Red Sea store, but it's the ultimate bundle, and this, and you get everything that we've kickstarted, and you get the, uh, you get this awesome volume, um, and that thing you get is gorgeous. a bunch of digitals, and you get a bunch of comics, and uh, yeah, it's the ultimate physical bundle. You're you are caught up. Yes, if that is your question, you are caught up a hundred percent with the Red Sea. All right, uh, you buy this, uh, and you got you got some really cool stuff. And then we really have a. Cool. Uh, an original page at 175 we have and that's it so uh do we have that page right here anywhere uh, right okay here, so we page. had a, quite a few original uh, art pieces um that were for that were up um ricardo traditionally does digital stuff now so um all of his traditional work is exceedingly rare and so we had his six original pages these were the pages that we started off with you see them all colored further up um this is pages three through uh i believe eight so yeah yeah three yep. through eight um these were the uh, pages that we sent out to the publishers for pitching and stuff like that so um these are the six traditionally uh drawn pages um i believe three of them are taken i need to upgrade update this graphic and see exactly which ones uh are 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 taken but um, there are still uh, quite a couple left and yeah, these are super rare and um, we had other stuff up like these two original covers. This is the cover for the issue that's already been sold um, one of a kind. So uh, that's to the, some very lucky soul. And this is uh, the original variant cover by Francesco Mazzoli, which also got sold. And that's also that's got awesome. a, a one lucky person. And it's also one of a kind. So a lot of cool stuff, a lot of original stuff. Um, and then we had a one of everything bundle that somebody a, a, a really awesome backer was um, backed and thanks to everyone that's supported <laughs> red sea and hopefully we'll have some more uh really big cool stuff on the on future kickstarters for people to um for one specific you know one special person to you know drop some some money and get something really cool and unique and and special and um some some bragging rights something to be like hey mm -hmm. i'm the only one that's got this so and we got a lot of cool stuff coming on and we also have some cross promo we had uh, you scrolled past some of our stretch goals uh, we have like art prints um special art prints like that one that's gorgeous um, yeah that's that's it's a really beautiful piece um it's a, it's a cool art print um and then we have a cross promo with my boy anthony stokes i also see that I you do. had a song too yes that's for the uh control z full theme that's the full that's theme so cool. song if you listen to the trailer trailer's like 53 seconds or something like that it's cut down um it's sped up a little bit um so if you want to listen to the 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 original full theme no no nothing and just exactly how go don't go wanted it mm -hmm. um the, now you can and it's really really fucking awesome i listened to it so many times when it when i got it it's so dope um and then yeah like i said i uh have a cross problem with my boy stokes we both have uh, a, a youtube channel called super comic bros where we talk about comics and pop culture and uh old guard and new guard and we beef and uh, it's kind of dope and we're, we're growing we're getting up there so uh we we're doing some cross promos so if you back both of us at a physical tier and type uh super comic bros on both of our campaign comments then you get a free tale of decay variant from stokes when uh intrusive thoughts um uh what's it called when intrusive thoughts fulfills 
That's so awesome. We have um, speaking of the devil, Mama Geekly stopping in over on Facebook saying, "Very cool." I was actually just telling Chris about how you make it to like almost every interview and uh, how much I, I love you for that, Mom. So thank you for swinging in and making it into this one. Chris is one of my boys, so always greatly appreciated. Chris, for everyone uh, who might be on the fence about backing this amazing campaign, if you just had a few moments to kind of address them uh, individually, you know, uh, what would you say to them? You know, to kind of help sway their opinion. What is wrong with you? Why haven't you back Control Z yet? It's the dopest thing you've ever seen. Goddamn, it's so goddamn cool. Look, it's got this cool robot chick on it, and she's got a gun, and she's pissed off, and there's other cool shit, in it, and it's super fast-paced, and it's the best thing that she'll read in 2023. There you go. Boom, baby. Boom. <laughs> oh. So what else is uh, coming out for you in 2023? Like, what else are you doing outside of this project? I, I know you said issue five of the Saturn Effect uh, might be in the future. Yeah, the Sound Effect Alpha 5 is finished uh, inking and has been finishing for a while. We're working on the colors and once once they're ready, it's it's the next project. So um, probably aiming aiming for sometime in the spring and then we'll be right back with Control Z uh, number three and um, we'll see what happens after that. We, we may come back for Soma. We might hit up Alpha 6. We might go Control Z 4. It's a little up in the air for the rest of the year. We'll see exactly how it shakes out but the next two campaigns will will be uh the siren effect alpha 5 and most likely control z uh no uh new ips no no uh no new ips at the moment but i do have a plan in the next couple of months to release some free content i have a uh fantasy series a short series called uh, when i freeze hell over following an ice witch and uh, a teen girl that she summons from the human world as uh, she tries to become the new devil of hell, and it's a, it's a fun manga-inspired story. It's kind of like Inuyasha meets I don't know Winx Club maybe, and it's it's got witches and it's got uh it's it's got magic. And I wanted to put out more free content. I put haven't put out free content since uh, the Siren Effect Ajax. So I'll be putting up um you know a, four four installments over the next couple months on Global Comics and. Um, potentially on my website as well for people to read. That's um, so awesome. Yeah. We have uh, uh, Mama Geekly saying you're funny. Uh, Ikta stopping and say uh, what is up. Uh, Mama Geekly saying love the illustrations and the girl looks badass and Ikta saying this looks absolutely sick. Yes. Guys, if you are interested right here is the link to check it out and make sure to back it and get a copy for yourself. You can get issue one and two digitally for 10 bucks. So two comics for 10 bucks, outstanding price. Chris, you know the drill. You've been on the show before. Um, this is where we get to ask you for a little advice for anyone who might be new to the to the scene trying to get into comics. I think I want to kind of tailor this question a little bit differently than last. So for anyone that is looking to add some depth to their world, you know, to add, um, you know, high, like what, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Hierarchies, um, like different levels uh, to their world. Uh, you know, what would be some of your advice to be able to achieve that? You know, with Control-Z, you have like so much going on um not only in the focus but in the background as well and it just seems like such a lived in experience you know how how, how can someone else you know achieve that within their own means uh, i think the number one tip that i would give to somebody that wants to make a deep world and have really deep world building is to create a a bible and 
really plan out your world and all the different aspects of it and plan out your characters and give them histories and give them personalities and really design your 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 playset right like when you were making these comics you're really sort of going to the store and buying a bunch of new toys and <laughs> uh playing in a new fantasy world that you're creating in your little and in your imagination right so um you know make sure that you're having fun and imagine that world and really live it out and make it deep and write it all down and collect it in one space and try and make it organized and then when you finally sit down to write that script you'll realize that these are these are almost real characters these are real people uh living this imaginary life but there's a lot of stuff going on and you know just like in our world there's a lot of different layers and a lot of different um, cause and effects and history behind everything. So if you plan that out and you um, put it on one place, like a Bible or notes and outlines, you'll be able to create a really in-depth and amazing world for your readers to hop in and explore and discover. That's awesome. Thank you so much for the awesome advice as well. Everyone watching right here is the link one last time to check out this awesome, awesome book, Control-Z, issue one and two. Um, thank you all for swinging by, Chris. Thank you for, again, uh, hopping in, uh, having one hell of a time with you. It's always awesome to get you on this end of uh, things and kind of just, you know, hang out and geek geek things up, dude. No, thank you, man. I really appreciate it. It was a little last minute, but um, you were able to squeak me in there. So I really appreciate it, Cody. Uh, your, show, your show just gets better every single time. Ah, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. My mom's saying uh, be safe and keep going. Absolutely. Everyone watching, I hope you all have a fantastic Sunday. Most importantly, guys. Keep it geekly.